welcome to Daily Confession with Carter and Carrie. Although Carter is not here today, today is um, Monday, December 16th, and I am joined by my good friend Mikey Harlow, who's filling in for Carter today. Hi, Mikey. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. I'm so happy you could do this last minute. Carter. Oh, of course, I missed you. Last time I was on, you weren't here. You had stuff to do, so I'm happy to be back with you. Well, we love having you as a fill-in host. Anytime you want to come on. In fact, (laughs) you could just push one of us off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always down. I love you guys. Um, So usually on Daily Cafe, well, you've done one with Carter, I guess. Or maybe you did a deprogram. Anyway, we just talked about what's going on in the news. And I saw this right before we started. And I thought you might have some opinions on it. So I'm just hoping I could share this with you. Now, I don't usually watch The View. I don't know if you do. Oh, <laughs> I love The View. <laughs> I was there. I was there when uh, Rosie O'Donnell and Hasselbeck, the day before they had their cat fight, I was in the audience. Because they film it, like, or they used to film it, I think. Uh, a couple blocks from where I grew up. So I was there and saw how they hated each other between the commercial breaks, and it was amazing. And, oh, my God, I love the view. Oh, my God. I mean, it's horrible, but... It is. I've been there with a client before in my old life, and I've (laughs) seen... I mean, I've definitely seen clips and stuff, but I'm not, like, a regular viewer. So uh, (laughs) my opinion on this is... is, I'm glad you watch it more than I do because I'd love to get your opinion on what's happening here. Oh, I'm so excited. This is, um, we're going to share my sound so this works. This is a tweet (laughs) I saw today where this girl says, uh, get her whoopee, get her. Why don't they just get rid of Megan? Talking about Megan McCain. She's so rude and disrespectful. Whenever Sunny makes an excellent point, she throws unnecessary tantrums for no reason. Hashtag the view. So I watched this and I'm thinking, okay, so she's saying Megan is rude, disrespectful, and throwing an unnecessary tantrum. I don't know if that's what usually happens, but that's not what I saw <laughs> in this clip. So um, tell me what you see happening here. We're going to talk about both sides and we're going to sort of make that comparison. I think we also have to um, compare the, the, the Senate vote before. You had so many so many senators that voted to not only impeach but also convict president clinton for yes perjuring himself those same many of those same people are still in the senate i cannot believe that they would vote to impeach and convict a a president a sitting president for perjuring himself and they would not vote to convict a president and remove and remove a president who clearly (coughs) used a foreign wanted to use a foreign government for his own personal benefit to impede our very democracy that is the height of hypocrisy this Republican led right. Senate. But, but I, my job I don't here, understand that. My job here is not to litigate the ethics of it. I'm an ABC political analyst along with being a view co-host. My job is to analyze the politics of it. And I'm telling you, but the I'm politics not talking about this, you. I'm talking about I, the I'm people you my job are, here. Are senators let me that are in the Senate. Here's what's happening now. We're going to show ever. Girl, please stop talking. Please stop talking right now. Because you know what? What's happening? Thank you. Thank you. I want to press the show. No okay, that's, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. If you're going to behave like this. I'm not behaving like you anything. Are, you are. You are talking all over. Perspective. Yes, we understand no, I'm that. Talking but that you are, but what you're doing. No, I'm not. Is your, so we're not doing anything. How about this? Former FBI. We'll be right back. Oh. 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 Yes. 
Oh, that was so good. Oh, they're so crazy. Oh, I I hate them all. They're all. I don't know who's worse. It's like arguing with crazy and crazier. And if you're arguing with the crazy person, then who's really the crazy person? That's a great point. That's an excellent point. But hey, so here's my perspective. And I don't know. Maybe Megan <laughs> talks over everybody. I don't know because I don't watch it. But in this clip, she waited till the other woman, I, is Sunny her name, I guess? Sunny oh, she's finished, awful. She finished her point, And then Megan tried to talk. And Sunny talks over her. And, and Megan's like, please let me talk. I let you finish. And then Whoopi talks over her and tells her to shut up, essentially. She doesn't get to say anything. Yeah, I totally agree. However, I will say also, like, I feel bad for Megan McCain because, like, you know, bless her heart and stuff. She tries her best, I guess. But, like, she has this uncanny ability of making absolutely anything in the world about herself. Like, even if you're the first thing, she's just me, my, I, my, my, me. Like, no matter what subject it is, it will be about her. I remember one day they were having a discussion about, like, Jews, and she made it about herself. Really? And she was like, well, I love Jews. <laughs> I don't know enough about her. I know that she seems to attract ire from both the right and the left a lot. Well, yeah. Well, that's what's funny is like, oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> You're going to make me shut up now on your no, show. I interrupted no you. No talking on this show. <laughs> um, she, well, like, so that's the thing is she's the most milk toast, middle of the road person, annoyingly so. Um, cause there are so many things that she just takes no real stand on. And so I always find that funny that like Megan McCain is too much of a different point of view for them. They can't handle Megan McCain. Yeah. Like imagine if they actually had a conservative on there. Right. She doesn't or, come off as Trump supporter. conservative. Yeah. She doesn't some come off as like, like that is a, that is a strange, again, I think this is where the Overton window is moved is that she's considered the, and even she was trying to speak saying, let me give the conservative point of view. And I'm like, we, I can think of a lot more conservative than you, but still they wouldn't let her say anything. It's, it's like the center left view is hers, you know? So how does a person like, like that woman whose tweet I was reading, how does that woman look at this and say, how does she see what she says she's seeing? I don't see that at all. Megan's not the one being rude and disrespectful here. Megan's not the one throwing a hissy fit, like she says, or, you know, getting hysterical. It's like, she's just trying to talk. And you guys yeah. aren't letting her say anything. It's so weird. Um, they can't, there was actually just an article the other day I was going to write a post about where they had, it was friggin' Jezebel. But um, that they had an article that was like, Megan McCain is canceled. And literally the first art, the first sentence of this article was like, Megan McCain is dead. And then in parentheses, like to us, I'm like, oh, that's, that's love and hope. That's how they speak about people. And it's like, just the delusion of these people. Like, who are you? Are, are you God? Are you a network executive at ABC? No, then you're not canceling anybody. Sit your ass down. And if you're a writer for Jezebel, that ass is probably pretty sizable. Oh, <laughs> you're going to. You're going to get us in trouble. Oh, sorry. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I love, you seem to be, so let me, let me catch people up on what's going on with you for people who are oh. maybe, maybe watching. This is why I get banned from things. Yes. Mike Carlo has been permanently banned from Twitter. What's it been like three months now or something? Mm -hmm. Two months, something crazy. Two, three months, something. Um, for, you guys can go back. We did, uh, Mike's done a video on it. We've done a couple videos on it, but essentially he didn't 
for nothing. He just, it was, we think it was because he posted statistics about uh, trend, uh, murder rates of transgender individuals, which they didn't like. Um, but, but because the, it, it contradicts the narrative. But what they officially said was that he violated their harassment policy, but they couldn't give any examples of that. Nope. And I, and that was, and that was once we reached like the fifth reason from them, there were, there were, they went through so many different bullshit reasons and I eventually just never got one. And I tried everything. I reported them to the Better Business Bureau. I reported them to the SEC. Like I've tried everything with them. I'm still trying, but I just cannot get any answer beyond this vague, oh, harassment, hate speech. I'm like, who did I harass? I just want an answer. I just want an answer. Just some specificity because it's always just this vague bullshit. Um, and oh, I'm sorry. I was just well, saying, um, say, I've maintained from the beginning. I think there's an employee there who hates you who finds you effective and hates the fact that you are, uh, that you're a gay person who makes arguments against the SJW ideology and who probably just had an ax to grind and they've, and that person's bosses have supported it. Yeah. I think it's probably one employee who said I'm taking him out. It's just so ridiculous to know that they can take you down at any time for any reason. You don't even have to do anything. Cause I, cause I've always tried to be very careful with my words and not say things that I would, regret or wouldn't stand by and it doesn't matter it does not matter they they can just make up any reason they want at any moment well so you seem since the banning this is just my outsider's perspective when i see your um social media feed on facebook because you're still on mikey's still on facebook you guys can follow him there um you seem like you give less of an f now <laughs> Is that just me or really? you say that your attitude has changed? You seem I've, to be a little bit more uh, just, I'm, I've had it with these ex- Yes. I, I don't know if that's only because of the Twitter ban or just the point that I've reached in life that I'm, I'm, I'm just so over it. I'm so over these people. I'm so over having to cater to them. I'm over having to, you know, I, I'm over it. <laughs> I really am. They're just such, and the thing is, so this really good friend of mine who we've been friends for about a decade and he used to be like one, you should actually get him on the show because he'd be great. But, um, he's always one of the most liberal people I know, very liberal and leftist. And we would always argue about everything, but he was always the one person who never like insulted me or got, was really nasty about it. So I always knew something would change. And now he's like Captain Red Pill. Like the past couple months, he's totally changed his views. So now I see him going through it. Um, and he's not a conservative. He's a liberal. Um, so now I see him going through it and see the wow. hate and the vitriol and the nastiness that's coming at him. So now it's like I'm reliving all that through my good friend. Um, so just seeing what – we were just talking about this. Just seeing, like, what nasty people they are. They are just such – they're just assholes. Like, I'm just – I'm over it. They're bullies. They're horrible people. I mean, okay, not all of them, I guess, you know, disclaimer, qualifier, blah, blah, blah. But no, but I hear a lot you. of them. A lot of them. Like, they're just the so vicious. Yeah. And I'm over it. I'm, I'm done taking their It's amazing to me how much they can engage in projection when they're, they can be harassing and bullying you. Well, like you at Twitter, for example, you were clearly the, the victim of targeted harassment, a harassment campaign to get you banned. And then they turn right around and say that you're engaging in targeted harassment. It's the funniest, it's the strangest thing. I should say strange because it's, it's almost an inability to see what hypocrites they are and how much projection they will be bullying you while calling you a bully. Yeah. 
Um, and I'm, I'm really nervous about Facebook too, because I've had two things happen with Facebook in the past week or two that now I have like strikes on my account and stuff. Wait, so it so feels like that's about one of those. Didn't you have one about, you posted about a family thing? Yeah. And, and that got... was targeted harassment or something. So that got taken down and they said I had a strike on my account. Um, then a couple days ago, I get a thing about my bullying and harassment. They don't tell me what they don't link a post or anything. So I guess that's another strike. I don't know. Is it, they don't have to include, they don't give you any, Nope. here's the post we're talking about. Nope. No. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I did the first time, but and no, we, they don't have to do anything. It's amazing. Yeah. That first post, by the way, there was no bullying or harassment in it. If for anybody who didn't read it. Yeah. Mikey was talking about how, um, because he doesn't tow this ideological line, um, at holidays, he has family who will not, he's not allowed at home or he doesn't feel comfortable going because they call him a Nazi. Oh no, I'm not welcome to come. Like my parents have to just choose to spend holidays with me and not the rest of my family because I'm banned from, cause I'm a fascist. And then you they love that word fascist because yeah. it's so vague. It can mean whatever they want it to mean. Well, they use it to mean anything, even yeah. while they're engaging in that. They're oh, engaging yeah. in fascist behavior again with the projections. Like they want to ban things. They want to. They want to prevent what we can and can't read and talk about and who we can associate with and you know what we're allowed to think and say. And they 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 support using violence, you know, to achieve their political ends. And then. And then they use that word as if they have no idea that, that they, no, they're not self-aware enough to see that this is how I'm behaving. And yet I'm using this word about others. It's just, again, it's a, it's a strange world that we're in. Um, yeah. Um, that's what I mean. I'm just, I'm so over it. I'm so over it with these people. So, um, well, it's, it's Monday. I haven't, I've been trying to catch up on the news a little bit. And I was trying to learn a little bit about this guy, Boris Johnson, who won in the UK, because I started to see some of the same kind of stuff I saw after Trump won happening in my circles. Oh, yeah. And all the same stuff. They're blaming Russia. They're blaming the voters. They want to undo the election. It's fascism. It's all it's beat for beat. So what do you think it is? So what do you think it is that prevents them from seeing or do you have any ideas about what it is that prevents them from seeing how they're pushing people away? Cause you're part of walk away movement and uh, I'm someone who I, I walked away. I'm, I am independent now. I think you're independent. I can't remember. What, if I'm an independent, but in New York, they force you to register in a party. So, or you can't vote in primary. So I registered as a Republican because I think it's more important to shape on a local level, what kind of Republicans get into office. You know? Oh, wow. When did you do that? Oh, you didn't know that? Uh, maybe like a month ago. Oh, well, congratulations. <laughs> I'm not playing golf. I'm not wearing sweater vests. I don't care what anyone says. I, I identify as an independent, if you will. <laughs> You're like, I'm officially a Republican. I did no. it. Well, I voted, you know, I voted for my first Republican last year. Yes. It was funny. It was, I did I'm, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm officially, uh, in Texas, you can be, I'm registered as an independent, but yeah. Oh, I'm jealous. I voted for a Republican and, and it's, it's funny to me how much in the past I would have, I know how that sounds to people who are on the left or, and I'm sure you have former friends like this too, who I try to, sometimes I hear things 
Like, how would that person take it? And, or how would old me take it? Old me would hear that and be uh -huh. like, ew, you know? But now I'm, I'm, at a, I'm at a place where, hey, look, if the Republican is sometimes the most liberal candidate, and that's who I have to vote for. If they're the only one yeah. that's against like censorship and who's uh, for protecting free speech, then that's who I'm gonna have to vote for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, so back to, so this question I was gonna ask you is, I think, and you can tell me your thoughts on this, but I think that they don't realize how big walk away is and- Forget big, they, don't, they still don't even accept that it's a real thing. <laughs> Meaning they think it's... They think it's Russian propaganda and Russian bots. And, and like, forget big. They don't accept that it's like three people even. <laughs> <laughs> but see that, I think that's crazy. And it, is, it is as if they want to, the day after the election in 2020, it's as if they want to be on a sidewalk in a yellow vest screaming at the sky again. Again. Yeah, I don't get it. So this this was part of um, during my sort of trans transformation and thought and waking up to a lot of things is after Trump won in 2016, I was trying to figure out why he won. And, and it seemed to me that we should figure it out so that he didn't win again. Because at the time, I yeah. was also convinced that he was, you know, I, I think I even wrote- Fascist. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he's a demagogue and, you know. <laughs> um, so- so I was trying to figure it out and it's almost like none of my friends, nobody in the SJW left or the mainstream left wanted to know the answer. They just wanted to say because of racism and sexism, they didn't really want to investigate. It's like, so how are we supposed to prevent it from happening again? Why, why do you, what do you think the thought process is there? I think it's the exact same thought process of someone in Scientology or someone in the Nexium cults or someone in Jonestown. Like, it's a cult and it's not about like it's it's about staying in line it's not about critical thinking is not something that's very welcome on the left so anything that would lead to some critical thinking is discouraged um but that's something my dad actually said that to me he's like i don't understand it if they hate him so much why do they not want to beat him as in look at the reasons why he won and how to beat him. they don't care um and I always say this, but I really think the most um, overlooked statistic of the 2016 election was that somewhere between approximately six to nine million Obama voters switched to voting for Trump. So, and the entire election was won by like 100,000 votes in total. So the last election was won by walkaway voters, basically uh, 20 times over. Um, and, and you and I have said this a lot, but it's with these people, these Democrats, it's as if they don't even want our votes back. Yeah, it's it's amazing. They don't, I, you know, it's funny you, you mentioned that stat. I forgot how many it was, but yes, when I was looking after the election and trying to figure out why he won, I looked at that number too, about how many people voted for Obama and then switched to Trump. And the thing that that, one of the things that that told me at the time was that their narrative about it being racism was wrong. Because I'm saying, look, you've got nine million, six to nine million people who voted for Obama, who had no problem voting for a black man, who then switched to Trump. You're not going to convince me that they voted for Trump because they're racist. Like that just yeah. doesn't make any sense on its face. So there's got to be something else. But they don't like that. They don't like, they want yeah. something, this easy rote answer, even if it doesn't match the facts on their face, on its face. Um, 
so that that was strange and then yeah like you said they're not interested in getting those people back when i've when i've pointedly asked people on the left about it first of all they deny like you said they deny that walk away is a thing they try and laugh at or mock me as if it like you and your friend as if it's me and a couple people um and then they i, I don't know if they prefer to think that i um have like if they don't know me that well they sometimes prefer to pretend like i'm a liar and that i've always been on the right or something and i'm not on the right anyway they also like to think like to easily just oh well you're on the right and you've always been oh, yeah. which both things are wrong um and the alt-right <laughs> that's what my friend that i mentioned before that's what he's getting told all these things now that he's paid off by russia that he's the, he's the alt-right like all the same yeah. stuff they haven't even they haven't even gotten new talking points in the last couple of years. It's just the same old dusted off. It's, it's, but it's almost, they, it's, it's fascinating because they prefer to stick their head in the sand mm -hmm. and pretend like it's not happening. And to, they're engaging in self delusion. They're lying to themselves is what they're doing because it's, it scares them too much to think about what I'm saying. And so a, like you said, they don't even admit admit that walk away is a thing, um, and they try to mock the idea that it is. But then B, if you ask them, okay, well, just assume that I'm right. Assume that there's a large contingent of people walking away, and people who already walked away, like you said, who, who tilted the election to Trump in 2016, and now there's even more of us, because I certainly didn't vote for Trump. Exactly. And you didn't vote for Trump. No. But you and I, I mean, he's on my short list now. I'll tell you <laughs> that. Like, yeah. I'm willing to. I'm willing to now. And so. I'm probably going to. <laughs> yeah. So, so how do they explain people like us? And do they care about getting us back? No. No. Well, that's the thing. So they've not only written off the six to nine million people. And every election in this country these days is decided by way less than six million votes. It was 100,000 in the last one. So, yeah. um. So yeah, not only have they discounted every person, every former Democrat, every Obama voter who voted for Trump in 2016, not only have they written all those people off, but they've also written off all the people since then who have, like you and I, who didn't vote for him before. Who does that leave? Yeah. Like, they think it's enough that, I don't know, I think it's because they see the media where they control 100% of the narrative. They see social media where they control 100% of the narrative. They see, uh, you know, every corporation and academia where they control 100% of the narrative. And so they've bought into this false reality that 100% uh, of this country or 99% of this country is leftist and Democrat. And we're just being held hostage by this teeny tiny little 1%. <laughs> So crazy. Is that I mean that's the image that's portrayed to us in the media and everywhere you look. Yeah. But that I mean, I guess that that probably answers part of my question then. And because because it is they do have um I mean, even within the left, I've argued about this with some friends of mine who who are also liberals who are, but who I would say still are have one foot in the SJW world, at least. And those people are like, well, the, S the hardcore SJW contingent that you're talking about is pretty small. And like, I don't know if that's true anymore. I think it might be pretty large. But even if it is small, they have, they're loud. They have power. So that small yes. group controls, they have the they're media. Not. Yeah, they have all these institutions that you're trying. They have academia. They have mm -hmm. entertainment. And so they do get to shape the narrative as unrealistic as it is. And, and, and yeah, I guess that's it. Is it's just easier to believe what the people on TV tell you yeah. than it is to look around and see what's really happening. And so 
look, to go back to the UK thing, you've got this person, Boris Johnson, who I'm trying to learn more about him because I don't know that much, but yes, he looks like, first of all, he looks a little like Trump. And yeah. <laughs> he, um, he seems, uh, it seems like people went to him, at least my gut reaction is they went to him for the same reason that I, did, I came to understand that people went to Trump was because it was something different. Um, and because the left in the UK, I started looking into the, the Labour Party there, which I didn't know that much about. And it seems they did the same thing that our Democratic Party did here, which is to to totally move further to the authoritarian left, to move over to this SJW ideology. You've got Jeremy Corbyn announcing his pronouns in a video. <laughs> <laughs> like that tells me everything I need to know about where you're at ideologically and yep. what you're going to That's super true. Here. Isn't that enough? I'm like, that's I know. all you need. <laughs> that's all I need. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, no, but, and it's so funny too. I was going to say before they were talking about in that clip from the view at, you know, as something they always say about, Oh, there's attacks on democracy. They're attacking our democracy in the UK. They had a vote on Brexit and then they want to undo the, that vote. They want to undo the, the democratic process. They want to undo the vote of the will of the people. Um, and now they're trying to do the same thing. They want to undo the vote of this election that just happened. So, yeah. and then these are the people who talk about threats to our democracy. And here you have uh, Michael Bloomberg, Michael Bloomberg running for president, who I'm in New York. He bought himself a third term here. He undid term limits with money. And these motherfuckers are going to, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know if I. That's okay. Oh, well, can I say mother? Okay, good. Fine. And these <laughs> Folks, <laughs> want to tell us about attacks on democracy? Uh, I'm making a note for Carter to put Sorry. in a sleeping sound. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, yes, it's the same, again, it's that same projection thing that's happening, I think. It's just a strange, it's just a strange time that we're in. Um, so I think coming up for 2020, I think the UK thing, if, if you look at that culturally, you've got something similar happening there in terms of people who've never voted. I've been listening to the BBC for a couple of days, trying to, again, learn a little bit more about it. And yeah. talking about how you've got people there who've never voted against labor, who've always voted labor, who flipped. And that sounds just like what happened here. And it sounds like what's going to happen in 2020 here. So, you know, unless Google and big social have their way, and we know that they're, we know that they're trying to manipulate the election. Oh yeah. Um, they're on tape is admitting it. Yes, this is their goal. This is what they see as their job now. But unless unless they have their way, I think if it just went by the vote, I think he's I think Trump's going to win by an even greater margin. Oh, I do too. Than he did before. I think it's just, I mean, I hope so because the thing is it's about what you said before that the left controls all these institutions, the media, academia, etc. Can you imagine then if Democrats won the election and the government was in alignment with that machine that controls everything? Yeah. I, to me, that's the absolute the current, worst case scenario. Not the current incarnation. Hey, so let me ask you, what, what would it take from, what would you want to see from the Democrats before you voted for them again? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, it's, I think they're almost too far gone at this point. Um, they would have to commit to caring about liberty, the Constitution, 
free speech, not just the First Amendment, but free speech, the cultural institution of it. They would have to come out against censorship online. Um, they would have to stop preaching magical thinking like 97 genders and children transitioning and all that. Um, stop lying. Start listening to different opinions. Start having some diversity of viewpoint in our culture. Because it feels like culturally right now we're living under, and we might as well be in communist China. I mean, this is a one-party state if you watch the media or culture. Um, so I don't, know, I don't know what they could even do at this point for the foreseeable future, at least for this next election to get my vote. What about you? Well, those are, I mean, similar. And I agree with you. I think they're, I think they're so far gone. And you, you would think that a devastating loss to someone like Trump would wake them up, but it didn't. And you would, you would hope that if it happens again in 2020, that would wake them up. But I don't think, I don't, I don't think it will. I think they're, I don't either. They just are in this doubling down phase. I noticed after 2016, so I voted for Bernie in the primaries. and um, Me too. We're both Bernie. Young and <laughs> again, stupid. How do, how do they account for, again, how do they account for us? We're just trolls. <laughs> We're just trolls. Um, but yeah. So I voted for We're Bernie. All right. And then I, uh, I noticed after the election, now he's since changed. He will not have oh, this time. Oh, God, yeah. But old Bernie, I liked a lot. And he, he was one of the few I saw after Trump won who was saying, Hey, I think he kind of came to some of the similar conclusions. He was like, we should move for about home. a week. And then he backtracked yeah. and yeah. Cause they tried we, we, we all the way home. That's funny. <laughs> they, like he, Cause they called him a white nationalist. Yeah. They basically bent him yeah. over their knee and spanked his little old ass. But at, at the time, for anyone who doesn't recall what we're talking about, especially if you're on the right, you may not know this, but he, after the election results, he was one of the few who was saying, um, maybe we should back off of this political correctness, this, this identity politics-based um, campaigning. And he, he said he was like, it's not enough to be a woman or to be, what are you going to do? Yeah. And they didn't he, like that too much. He was properly uh, chastised for it <laughs> and called names and he changed. He is the absolute weakest person. You know, even back in like 2015 or something when I at the time agreed more with his views and I was deciding who to vote for when I was still a Democrat in that primary, I remember saying, he's so weak. Like this is a person who's going to run the United States of America. He is so weak. He can't run his campaign. He can't stand up to anyone. This is the person who's going to stand up to the establishment. Um, he just backs down from everything. Do you, have you heard about this whole saga with Chank Uger? No. Oh, it's amazing. You know Chank Uger, right? Of yeah, the, the so, Oh, it's so beautiful. You got to look into this. It's so great. So he's running for Congress now. Okay, and he's on part of it. <laughs> please fill me in on all of it. <laughs> he's on record for how many years now supporting SJW ideology, supporting censorship, supporting political correctness, supporting speech codes. All, all of it, supporting Antifa, everything. Turns out that uh, as recently as 2013 and prior, uh, he was as politically incorrect as you can be and said a number of vile things about women, about, he's even said things about like bestiality should be legal and did all these, and used to talk about these, he wrote like a whole article about um, 
something about, I forget the details, but something about like women and it was a bunch of, so anyway though, Bernie Sanders uh, endorsed him before that. Bernie Sanders now took back his endorsement because oh, he, can't, wow. he cannot stand up to a minute of pressure. Wow. You could not toast a slice of bread with the heat they were putting on him. And he backed down immediately. So this is the person who's going to stand up to the establishment. And then Cenk Uger said, oh, he's not accepting any more endorsements. And it's so funny because it's always, you know, they want censorship and stuff for everyone else, but not for themselves. And they never envision it turning on them. And it's always going to turn on them. And what's amazing, too, is if you believe, if you really believe in those policies, which I mean, how many of them even really do is a good question, but... However, if you really believe in those policies and you are in that district, Shane Uger is like the prototype of who you should want in office. But it doesn't matter to that. It does not matter. He said dirty words a decade ago. Yeah. You can forever tarnish it. I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't somebody on the right who pulled up all those old quotes and put them out there because they knew what would happen. Oh, yeah. Like, like that's a kind of a – there are some people on the right now who are starting to – fight back in a way that is sort of it's 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 trying to make them live by their own rules you know mm-hmm. if you're going to say that this forever disqualifies you from being able to change your mind and to keep a job or you know that that your past or any any unfortunate tweet or anything taken out of context could be used against you i think there are some people who are trying to hold uh their feet to the fire on the left for stuff like that Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I mean, to get back to the view, we saw that clip at the beginning. Uh Um, You know, what's her name? Joy Behor wore blackface before. Oh yeah, but it's fine when they did different rules. Yeah, that, and I thought for a second that that was about, there was somebody who put out some clips of that, you know, and I thought that she was going to have to pay the price, but she didn't. Oh no, of course not. Um, you know, this is what, like, what we were talking about before, the fact that I'm, my patience has really reached zero with these people. Um, just the other day, uh, I somebody left a comment. This person that I used to know left a comment on one of my things. And so to give you the backstory, maybe like a year ago, I posted a meme about David Hogg, about how, he can't, how um, you can't criticize him. That was the point of this meme. And this, this, I don't know, maybe a year and a half, two years ago. And this was... I lost so many friends because of this. I was, this was such a storm for me. Um, I got so much from people. Oh, you you want children to be killed. You're making fun <laughs> of the children. Just like you can't say anything about Greta. So, and this person who I used to know was one of the people who led the charge against me, uh, bullying children. So the other day he comments a thing on my, on one of my posts and was like, I posted a picture of somebody smiling and was like, this is me at Baron Trump's funeral. He said that? Yep. I'm like, so talk about that. That's why I have no patience anymore because it's just totally different rules depending on if you're a leftist. Wow. And see, and there's something different about that. Carter and I talked about this briefly last week is um, there it's, they are hypocrites, even if all things were equal, they're hypocrites, but yeah. they're not even, e- they're even worse than that because Baron Trump is not a activist. He has not put himself- And he's not like guy. 17. He's what, like 10? Yeah. He's or a, something. He's, he's a child child, but he, but yeah. you know, he's younger, but he's Yeah, also- we're supposed to believe 17 year olds are children. 
Right. But he's, I mean, they, they, it's different. They're, it's different. They're he's so first of all, he's younger and he hasn't caught, he hasn't chosen to be an activist. He might at some point, but he's mm-hmm. not putting himself out there. His dad did. He didn't. Greta and David Hogg are people who are older. They're in their teenagers. And they also chose to be in the public spotlight. They said they basically, they made the decision to be a political activist. Who's, who's a youth. That's their choice. I'd love to know who made that decision, though, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> right, but, but, but so they're out there, and so you can't, you necessarily have to be able to criticize what they're saying. Now, I don't have as much of a, um, I don't really care for the people who make the personal insults in most cases about kids, even if they're, no. in, if, even if they've chosen to be in the public eye. It depends. I do think some of the ones about David Hogg are hilarious, and I think he is awful <laughs> oh yeah well the thing i um the, the meme that i posted at the time it wasn't even a personal tech it was like it was a picture of him like uh shoving shit uh, throwing shit at people and then they throw shit then in the next box they throw shit back at him and then he says oh no i'm just a child oh i remember that it's a great meme i oh my god i had people calling my employer saying i'm bullying children i want children to die and this person led the charge against me but it's okay for him to say how he's smiling at baron trump's funeral so so that's i have no patience with this anymore like i'm just so done i'm i will tell somebody off at the drop of a hat you're right i don't care anymore (laughs) (laughs) well i kind of love it i kind of love it (laughs) mike mikey who's done with it do you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love it. Um, well, okay. So I don't want to, we're going to try and do a relatively short run today. So, uh, I think this has been a good conversation. I'd love to have you back anytime. Yes. Always. I, like. I love you. And I like checking in with you. I, um, was there anything that you wanted to touch on before we go? Um, mainly that I just think it's funny that, uh, every country across the world is moving towards the right. This is happening everywhere. Um, in the UK, it was what their biggest victory in 50 years, 60 years. Yeah. Since the (laughs) eighties. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And they still somehow think that everyone in a dozen different countries across the world have just suddenly become Nazis. (laughs) Yeah. That's the explanation we get. It's, it's mind boggling that they're not, that people aren't more willing to look at what's really going on. And again, to figure out how to bring people back to the party. That's it. And, and the message that I've gotten is resoundingly, we don't want you. And, and actually I, I didn't finish this thought earlier, but when I've asked people about it, they don't recognize that walk away is a real thing. They try and mock and pretend like it's not really happening. But then they also say, we don't need you. We're going to go after the people who haven't voted before. They think they can win based on new voters. And I'm like, who are those people? And, <laughs> And like, who, who are the, who are the people that they think they're turning on who haven't voted before? And, and I also think this is part of the reason why they're so comfortable with, um, have become so comfortable with illegal immigration. I'm not talking about legal immigration. I'm talking about illegal immigration because I think they think that they can get those people voting. Oh yeah. Just replace, just replace the voters that they're bleeding with illegal immigrants. Well, it's like, have you heard that uh, Chuck Schumer clip from 2015, 2016, where he's talking about the election and he's like, oh, for every uh, person we lose, we'll gain three conservatives that'll vote for us. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) 
<laughs> That's how delusional they are. It's like, okay, you want to undo the Second Amendment? They don't care. You're pro, uh, pro-choice and want abortion the day before? They don't care. Like, they, they, think, they think that there is no basis in values or in principles for the views that conservatives have so that they could just on a whim flip to them. That's crazy. That's crazy talk. That I think, and I think that that is the biggest problem is that if you don't understand who people are, what they value and why they think what they do, then there's no way that you'll ever be able to persuade them. And Democrats time and time again, for so many years now have just shown such a disdain and such a hatred and just no regard for other people's views or to get to know them or to understand them or to ask why, what's the, they don't understand what the counter arguments are to them. So how the hell are you ever going to persuade somebody? And they think that they are just so morally superior. They are just so better than everybody that they don't have to persuade people. They don't have to persuade the voters. We're just the scum who need to obey. No, and sorry, no, (laughs) no. Yeah, this is a, when I was talking about what happened in the UK, sort of to me, I thought this is a similar to what happened in the States, here in the States, in that it's a gap of, I called it a gap of understanding, because I think that's what the elite, the people who run the media, who are, you know, most of the, the, what I would say, what I would call in the US, the deep state, um, the people who are in these permanent kind of positions that, that stay regardless of what, if the presidency changes parties, the people who are powerful do not understand the people anymore. The elite don't understand yeah. the people anymore and they don't want to. No, they don't want to at all. They could not care less. And they, so, th- they think that they're just going to once again bully people into doing what they say. Yeah, it really is. I've seen some memes about this, this whole thing about, you know, we lost because we didn't call them racist enough. Yeah. But it's true. That's what they think. Yeah. I mean, based on how they behave is they, they double down after a big loss and then it's like, wow, we've learned nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. And it's amazing because now there, there are all the stuff that they've said about Trump they're now saying about Boris Johnson. And, you know, I'm not all that familiar with him, so maybe he said crazy things. I don't know. But I think it just kind of goes to show that it wouldn't matter if Trump weren't Trump, if he were very boring and milquetoast and very proper. and so It wouldn't matter. They would be saying all the same. Yeah. I, okay, so I found, I was just looking for this, uh, this quote, because I was, I read this this morning, and I burst out laughing just because it's so un-PC, and it's just, it made me think of Trump, and it made me think of just how triggering he is to the media by saying stuff, you're, no, but you're not allowed to say that, right? He said, um, this is an old, old quote, I think this is from uh, 2005, um, but he said, <laughs> Uh, okay he said that he felt quote fully entitled to end quote to expect women to remove face coverings when talking to him at his mp surgery and schools and universities should be able to take the same approach if a student he's talking about women who wear the burqa right if Mm -hmm. a student quote turns up looking like a bank robber If you tell, quote, if you tell me that the burqa is oppressive, then I am with you, end quote, he said. Quote, if you say that it is weird and bullying to expect women to cover their faces, I totally agree. 
And I would add that I can find no scriptural authority for the practice in the Quran. I would go further and say that it is absolutely ridiculous that people should choose to go around looking like letterboxes. <laughs> That's amazing. So of course, of course, I see all these headlines. I was looking up more info on him, and it's like he called Muslim women letterboxes. Uh, I'm like, but so, the, but it's also funny. where's the lie? Like, I know where's the lie, and I'm sure you could make an equal. I mean, it's no different than make than calling nuns penguins. You know what I mean? They look like penguins, <laughs> but. But for some reason, you're allowed to make a joke about nuns dressed like penguins. But when you make a joke about the burqa looking like a letterbox, people lose their crap. They're just of course. Ah, like they lose their minds. Like Islamophobia. Oh. No, it's funny, dude. It's funny. And what makes it funnier? It they don't get humor like this. It makes it funnier because they get so triggered by it, and because your brain immediately is like. Oh, I can't believe. So part of part of what makes comedy really funny is when the when the comedian says that thing that everybody's thinking but they're not allowed to say, you know, when it's a taboo yeah. thing. And the taboos change. So if you're living in a time like let's let's rewind the clock to maybe, you know, 20 years ago, a joke like this would have been everywhere, right? It wouldn't have been that taboo. Uh, a joke about the way Muslim ladies dress or whatever. So it wouldn't have been that funny. It's a, it's a, it now, but now it's become, oh, you can't say that. When, when the culture shifts, so does what's funny, comedy shifts, because it necessarily has to, because now there are things that, well, this is, this is considered taboo now. Well, that makes it automatically funnier to me, because, you, because your brain is simultaneously thinking, well, that's true, the nun does look like a penguin, or the, you know, mm -hmm. but, but you're also thinking, in the case of the Burke and the Letterbox, you're also thinking, well, you know, I love to say, oh my God, people are going to freak out. And so your brain's laughing just because you're imagining the response as well. Yeah. The trigger, the great triggering that's going to happen. So, <laughs> I love I that. Know, I think it's fascinating. Yeah. So and I've, I've, just based on the little that I've read so far about him, I'm like, yeah, he does kind of remind me of Trump and his. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> look up more of him. Yeah. That's so ridiculous. Oh, I'm sure they're flipping out about Islamophobia. Yes. Let I love that. I, <laughs> I, um, I love Christopher Hitchens and my favorite quote is he said, um, the word is or Islamophobia is a word created by fascists and used by cowards to manipulate morons. Oh, that's a great, great. quote. I remember that one. It's so true. That's a great quote. Thank you for reminding me of that. By the way, uh, speaking of humor, I just want to make this point again, that joke is just about the way the burqa looks. It's not about anything else. It doesn't have to be. It's like, I've been, this is a new hat for me. I love this hat. I, do you, I can't tell you how many jokes I've heard in the past two weeks about, uh, am I going to sell somebody some newspapers? Am <laughs> 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 I driving a train? <laughs> and it's funny because it's true. It does look like that kind yeah. of joke, but I still and, like and me with the shirt <laughs> looking like Lumberjack Liberace. <laughs> You do. <laughs> <laughs> You're my lumberjack, Liberace. They, oh, I love you. Uh, thank you for coming on, Mikey. Of course. You're the best. Okay. Anytime. I missed you. Love you. Uh, you guys, you. Uh, if you are not already following Mikey Harlow. Follow me on my stuff while I'm there before I get banned. Before he gets banned. <laughs> you can make a fuss on Twitter by using hashtag yes. free Mike Harlow. Do that. Um, you can also follow Mikey on Instagram at... 
is it Sleepy Harlow? Sleepy Harlow <laughs> and on Facebook. So, um, and on YouTube. Yes, subscribe to my YouTube channel. We'll a new video your, tomorrow. New video tomorrow. We'll put all of your links in the um, in the description as well. Okay. Yes, thank you. Thanks, Mikey. Have a good rest. Of I your love day. you. I love you. Bye. Mwah. Bye. Take care, guys. <laughs>